Cats facts? Scat facts. Cats facts. Stat. Stat. Cats. 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 Yeah, that that would probably be right. Well, you have to say it backwards. Oh, so, so cats to, facts. That would probably be right. I trip. Oh, you're doing this is probably right backwards. <laughs> this might be a little too much for this early in the morning, but it is very early, isn't it? Not for some of us. It is very early. You can't handle the truth! Get You and me want to bring back your goddamn honey! But I know it will! So I can do that. My mom always said, Good moment of silence. And we're back. For whom? For everyone. We're not supposed to make it light of this, <laughs> but I guess we could. It's too soon. Give it a month. It's too early. Yeah, too early. But this does come out like a week later when we record it. No, I meant just in the morning. So that, But so the time to make a joke about the Ukrainian conflict, in a week from now, it'll probably be like enough time has passed to make jokes about it. Unless Ukraine just falls in a week. I think that's a gamble we're, re- we're willing to take. <laughs> I didn't know we were gambling men here. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the rest of it. We've, all right, we've, we've done it. And this is the good, the bad, and the movies. <laughs> it oh. is March. Not really, but it will be when you guys listen to this. Yeah. It'll be March 7th if you listen to it on Mondays. And boy, do we have predictions for you. March Madness. Ukraine. Who are you predicting March Madness winner? Right now? Yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, are they even ranked? Yeah. What are they ranked? Like 12th. Oh, they got in that fight. They did get in a fight. Mm-hmm. Coaches. Who do you think is going to win March Madness? The Florida Bengals. That's an easy guess. They're seed the, the 14. Fl- the Florida Gators? Florida Bengals. Oh. It's an easy mix-up. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you are the sports fan here. Yeah, I'm... I'm Mr. Sports Ball Mig Sports. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> and live with sports, Mr. Sports Ball Mix Sports. <laughs> Mr. Sports Ball Mix Sports and the Smarfs. <laughs> the team. <laughs> That'd be a great uh, like ESPN morning show. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Sports Ball Mix Sports and the Smarfs. The Smarfs. <laughs> That's our new podcast, all on sports, but Devin, as the non sports person, leads it with today's. <laughs> Just like really just winging it. A, a daily sports podcast, but yeah, you just say like whatever the fuck I want. Sports jargon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we just have to agree or <laughs> try it or, out, yeah. Or yeah. or just try and bring oh, it. Yeah, it give out. us something. Okay, so today on Thursday, the Florida Bengals played against the Cincinnati Zoo, and boy, oh. do I tell you, the gorillas on that court. Woo wee! That's that's so racist. What game the, are they? Playing? Well, no, I'm talking the Cincinnati Zoo. It's actually gorillas and the Bengals. Oh, oh. 
There was the literal zoo yeah. against a team called the Florida Bengals. I'm just saying that'd be a lot more interesting what to watch. What sport is this? He said court. Court. So this is basketball. So this is actually a, a court case. This is law. <laughs> yeah. In court. Dun, dun. The Cincinnati Zoo versus the Florida Bengals. In basketball court. <laughs> Judge Judy resides. <laughs> and that's, that's sports with sports McSportsball. <laughs> and the Smarfs. But let's get back to the good, the bad, and the movies. The Cincinnati Zoo was the one that killed Harambe, right? Yes, it was. Very poignant, Devin. Mm, What can I say? I like to keep it topical. That's why we brought up the Ukraine. (laughs) Um, So this is the good, the bad, and the movies. It's March, and we're moving in into just some miscellaneous. A new apartment. Nope. Together. We're moving in together and into just some kind of miscellaneous films. So this one today is a a childhood favorite of mine mm. that I threw in. So I've got some questions for you guys. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Do you like Chinese food? <laughs> and then, and then, um, Chinese food and uh, trans. What is it? Sexuals. It's the continuum transfunctioners. Do you like continuum transfunctioners? Yes, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you like Chinese food and or continuum transfunctioners, you've come to the right place because this week we watched Dude, Where's My Car? A stoner classic. Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? I think writing this script was easier than writing our writer's block scripts (laughs) yeah or writing this movie yeah yeah did you uh listen to peak yet i did yeah did you like i hung my head in shame (laughs) (laughs) like where's devin's script we don't have it um did you like my little twist i put on it with the little twist oh yeah i did like it i did like it it was good i also really liked what you did with like the wind and the snow and stuff in his yeah with the sound yeah it was good i liked it that was actually just a music clip that i found like an actual like Oh, nice. Like a royalty-free music. I was like, oh, shit, it has the wind at the beginning like yours, and it fits. I was mm-hmm. like, this is great. That's it. That's the one. But so, And the wind is in all of us. Always. The wind beneath our wings. Yeah. yeah. Especially after you eat Taco Bell. Then the wind is raging inside of you. <laughs> or the wind last Wednesday when it was negative 24 here in Missoula. And Brandon was just farting a storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what caused it? Yeah. The wind chill? Well, t- this week we watched Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, I thought it was from 2000. Did I write this wrong? I thought it... My phone! I thought it was from 2004, but my script says 2000, so maybe it's 2000. It's from 2000. Oh. Um, And I'm not drinking anything because it's 10 a.m. It sure is, and it feels like it. <laughs> I fucking hate the mornings. I have a, a, a thing against them. They killed my family. Oh, uh, god damn. Yeah. We'll open up that later on the next uh, okay. yeah. Sporty McSport Mall <laughs> in the Smarfs. Today, it's Harambe against my mother. <laughs> in the morning. In the morning. And we're in mourning. That, uh, oh, <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so morning. we're not drinking it. Lucas is drinking a triple shot energy drink. From Starbucks, yeah. It's supposed to be vanilla flavored. It tastes like sludge. And you're eating a... Uh, Robert Irvine Power Crunch Bar, of course. <laughs> a Robert Irvine Power Crunch Bar. Tastes just like him. Is it... Dark chocolate? Uh, elaborate. I, uh, it's, it's a joke. I'm it's, so confused. It, it's flavored like Robert Irvine. I don't even know who this man is. That's a joke. 
It's chocolate flavored, I think. But it says it's his Fit Crunch, so I make a joke that it's flavored. It's Robert Irvine flavor. You know, yes. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know anything about any of this, but I'm just going to say it's racist. What he said was racist. I'm just going to say Lucas might be a cannibal. That'd be, yeah. We talked about Army Hammer last episode. Or on the oh, yeah, we did. Writer's block. Yeah, on Writer's Block. Famous um, cannibal. So aside from our drinks, we got nothing here. So director today for Dude, Where's My Car is Danny Liner. I hardly know her. Thank you. Um, and he's done things like laying low. He did Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> yeah, very similar movie. Yeah. But, um, he did a movie called Balls Out, Gary the Tennis Coach. I didn't know I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> and then he's done some episodes of television, mostly 13 episodes of something called Backwash. But then he's also done one episode of each of these three. Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development, mm. Ooh, wow. and The Sopranos. Oh wow! How did he? How did An he, outlier. <laughs> yeah, how did he scheme his way into The Sopranos? Probably because the the casting people of The Sopranos watched Balls Out, Gary the Tennis Coach, and just really felt that direction yeah. in that Sopranos. Episode. Yeah, I haven't seen it, The Sopranos. So mm. you have. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know which episode he did. Did you? Did you get any Soprano vibes from this? <laughs> not a. Not a hint. Okay. Well, our writer today is Philip Stark, and he's really, aside from this, only done TV. He's done six episodes of South Park. Okay. 63 episodes of Dog with a Blog. <laughs> okay. Is that the Disney show? That'd be sick. I think I'm going to look it up. I think Hold it's on. a Disney show. And lastly, 26 episodes of that 70s show. Mm-hmm. So he's really a Dog with a Blog mainstay. Yeah, that's the bulk of it. But hey, I mean, 26 episodes on that 70s show is quite a bit. And six on South Park? I'll give him his props. It's not one episode on Arrested Development and one on The Sopranos and one on... It's an HBO original. No, that's Euphoria. (laughs) What's this one? It's just... uh, Wait, hold on. It's by Bacon Rocks. No. It is Disney. It's oh, definitely yeah, Disney. Right there. yeah, <laughs> There's like three different Disneys. <laughs> I looked at the Bacon Rocks coffee <laughs> You look at the Bacon Rocks mug and not the three Disney logos? Wait, where's the third one? I don't know. There's at least two. There's two. His ears kind of look like Mickey's. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah, nice. And so that's our director and writer. They haven't done a whole lot, but a lot of Disney work, apparently. And then a cast. Back in 2000s, we've got... Back. Back to back. Ashton Kutcher, early Ashton Kutcher, pre-punked Ashton Kutcher, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pre, what time? When did that '70s show debut? In the '90s. Did it like late '90s? Yeah. Okay. Um, then you've got Sean William Scott Stifler himself yeah. from The American Pies. This is our second movie we've had Ashton Kutcher in it. Mm-hmm. With uh, New Year's Eve. Was he also in movie forty three? What, nah, was he? I don't know. Everybody was. That felt like a movie that he should have been in. Yeah, I think just New Year's Eve. Okay. Then you've got Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Octor. Octor. An octopus. <laughs> she is an octopus. <laughs> you can't say she has an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner, the octopus. <laughs> What's that show? John and Kate plus eight. Wasn't she the octopussy mom? Maybe I mean that does make sense. And wasn't there a James Bond villain yeah, called Octopussy? No, yeah. there's a movie called Octopussy. Yeah, I don't know if the villain was named that, but I remember when Devin first heard that from me that there was a James Bond film called My Octopussy. Mind was fucking blown. Oh yeah, he dated a lady named Pussy Galore in one of them. Really? Yeah, she was a Bond girl. Was did... that might have been Octopussy? Wow. 
I'm I'm speechless. Yeah, he was he was a pretty cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've also got Marla Sokoloff as the other twin. Yeah, an eleven year old. I think maybe you got Chris Swanson. You got David Herman, Hal Sparks, Charlie O'Connell, Fabio, and un- brief, brief cameo. Fabio. Brief Fabio cameo and uncredited Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah, who killed as- Phil Hartman. I don't know who Phil Hartman is. Oh, he was on SNL for a long time, and he was like a voice in The Simpsons. He was beloved, and he was like a cocaine addict, and then he was clean, and then Andy Dick's like, here, Phil Hartman, have a bunch of cocaine, I found. And he OD'd? Yeah. Ah. Or something. No, and then he like killed his wife, something like crazy. Whoa. Andy Dick. Yeah. Laura Bush killed a guy. She did. (laughs) So did did Matthew Did Dick also kill a guy? No, just shot him. In the face? Yeah, he survived. Alec Baldwin killed a guy. Yep. And he played word with words with friends on the tarmac. <laughs> That's the previous episode. Whatever episode that was, yeah. go listen to that one. Yeah, you, you like guys the, can figure it out. Yeah, I don't. I'm honestly, I I don't. Even I think remember. it was Transformers because you were here, which means it's in season three. I can't remember what yeah. I had for breakfast twenty minutes ago. <laughs> but yeah, Octopussy. <laughs> and dude, where's my car? So we've got a plot today. Two. Potheads wake up after a night of partying and cannot remember where they parked their car. Dude, where's my car? Yeah, exactly. Which you immediately brought up. You're like, is this like a pre-hangover film? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. The night, the events of the night before unfold the day after as they discover It's it. like if you mix the hangover with Harold and Kumar or like Cheech and Chong. Yeah, and like a little bit of like... Green Mile. Like Alfred Hitchcock and a little bit of... Stanley Kubrick in there. Little bit of, na, 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 little bit of Hancock <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Hancock in my mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our plot. And I actually have some history for you guys on Wow, Dude, Where's My Car? Dude. Wow. So it is a 2000 American stoner comedy film and has managed to achieve a cult status partially from frequent airings on cable television. The film's title became a minor pop culture saying and was commonly reworked in various pop culture contexts during the 2000s. Seth Rogen and Jake Gyllenhaal both auditioned for the lead roles. Jake Gyllenhaal. A Seth Rogen, Jake Gyllenhaal? That would have been better. Amazing, yeah. (laughs) I don't see Jake as much of a stoner pothead person, but Seth Rogen, clearly. Um, Seth Rogen and Jack Black? No, you can't have two... Two big guys. You can't have two stereotypical funny guys that are funny because they're big. Well, yeah, you can. (laughs) Not in the 2000s. Has it ever been tried before? Not in the 2000s when body positivity wasn't a huge thing. Mm, A a Jonah Hill, Chris Farley, Jack Black, Seth Seth Rogen comedy. (laughs) And Um, they all do the whole film shirtless. Yeah, exactly. Gibby. And oh, Gibby. God, Gibby. You gotta throw Gibby in there. So aside from those two auditioning for the lead roles, they continuously wanted Jason Reitman to direct it, and he turned down the film to direct it twice. Jason Reitman, if you aren't aware of what he's done, he's done Juno. What? Yeah. And Up in the Air. So wow. two Oscar-nominated films. Yeah. They wanted him. This is before those, obviously. but And then this film story came actually from a rejected live-action Beavis and Butthead <laughs> movie concept. Yeah, I'm sure it did. In the late 90s. A sequel titled Seriously Dude, Where's My Car? was in development for years but never materialized. In 2016, Kutcher confirmed the existence of a script for Seriously Dude, Where's My Car? and further elaborated that he would not be completely against reprising his role as Jesse in the sequel. 
In August of 2017, Sean William Scott discussed his interest in making a sequel and that he would desire it to be rated R and, in quotes, dark and really, really weird. Yeah, I think that'd be good, yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch Seriously yeah, Dude. I, I, would have, I probably would have actually enjoyed this movie had it actually leaned into what it was trying to be. Yeah. Because what's this rated? PG-13. Like, yeah, see, that makes it dumb. There wasn't a whole lot of swear words. There wasn't a whole lot of, like, there wasn't really any nudity. There was only the one true smoking reference, and it was the fucking dog. Yeah. They were just implied to be stoners. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually a kid-friendly watch, for the most part. It, but it, it sort of, like, pales in comparison to, like, Pineapple Garfield. Express. Or Garfield, yeah. <laughs> Garfield. And that sort of stoner comedy-esque adventure. Um, so, yeah. And with that, it's budget time. Budget facts. Budget facts. The budget was thirteen million dollars for this for this year flick. That's well, not they, a ton of money. Uh, yeah, I guess it was all spent on casting and TPing that house. Yeah, the destruction of the house yeah. and renting out Captain Stew's arcade for a day. Yeah. No, yeah, I wouldn't say that's too bad. Opening weekend, it made thirteen point eight million dollars, so it made a made it budget back in the opening weekend. Budget back. Budget backs. U.S. and Canada total, it made $46.7 million, and worldwide it raked in $73.2 million. That's almost a billion dollars. <laughs> no. Just about. Not even close. So it made this f- at least five times its profit, five and a half times its budget. That's a success for and a, a categorically, stoner movie like this. Yeah, and like you said, it has become a cult film because of its cable replayability. So I'm sure it's gained even it's, more than it's that. An, it's a rel for it's it's not a deep watch. I'll tell you that. I'm sure it was on no. Comedy Central because I, oh yeah, every Saturday morning at nine o'clock for years. True TV, yeah. Something like that. Between it's between the length of the film and the topics of it, a very simple cable watch. Where oh you know it's a commercial break. I can I'm gonna leave, and if I come back and I miss it, oh well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't miss much. It's a classic cable film. Devin, you want to do our tagline? There's only one. This isn't oh. one that has, like, multiple. All right, Don't here we go. Don't you dare make my screen go white. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I do? There you go. After a night they can't remember, comes a day they'll never forget. They should cast you as Megatron. <laughs> I was <laughs> Transformer. really channeled my Megatron. Well, I think with Megatron, they just talk normally and then... They dub it, it yeah, but they, they don't even have to do that. They can they can save so much money because as a voice actor, he's probably requesting mm. more money for that role than you will, and then they have to pay to do all the voice dubbing. I got, like, goblin vibes. <laughs> like a creepy ghoul. I'm a motherfucking goblin. Actually, I'm just a chain smoker. <laughs> Those commercials with the... Yeah. What are they called? The synthesizers? A stoma. No. A stoma. Isn't the stoma just the hole in your neck? Yeah. You know, there's a th- there's a category in porn called stoma porn. Oh. Oh no, Devin. Y'all look up some stoma porn. No, I do. Mm. Sports mix sports ball here. We got. <laughs> I thought it was sporty mix sports ball. Sporty mix sports ball here with stoma porn. <laughs> and the Smarfs. Not in this. We did not watch this sport. <laughs> the Smarfs have recused themselves. Yeah, the Smarfs. <laughs> um, what do you think of the tagline? After a night they can't remember comes a day they'll never forget. 
Uh, it's actually a good tagline. I think so too. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that too. It's well, maybe one of our better ones. Maybe the best tagline in movie history. What? Aside from Garfield, <laughs> what was his? Some about Mondays. Yeah, Gar- uh, I hate Mondays and lasagna and love lasagna. I was gonna say he doesn't hate lasagna. I'm gonna pull him up real quick because it's right here. Those ones, I had three of them. I remember, and we liked one the most. The, oh yeah, the main one was "It ain't the cat in the hat." Uh, <laughs> it's and, so good. And then it's all about meow. And then coming to theaters two thousand four, whenever he wants. Are See, you looking up best taglines ever? Iconic. Yeah, this one I don't think is that good. From the Magnificent Seven, it says they they were seven and they fought like seven hundred. No, I don't. I don't think that's the best. Yeah, let me see if I can find any other famous ones. Ghostbusters, who you gonna call? Pretty oh, classic. That, that's, yeah, that's up there. What is? Wait, go back, go back. What was? Uh, catch me if you can. Down, down, down. The true story of a real fake. Okay. That's pretty good. If you only see one movie this year, you need to get out more often. That's pretty good. For Naked Gun. Yeah. Because it's a parody film. It's an art. Yeah, it is. You know they gotta. They gotta, they gotta really work for those. So we're through our budget, we're through our tagline, which means now it's time for Garfield to watch Garfield. Carfax, time for our stacaf stack. So it's just the, uh, it's the, the chicken, the rice, the soup, and the fortune cookies, and that's it. Um, um. <laughs> And then uh, you can put it in a brown paper bag and come put it in my hand because I'm ready to eat. Then... I refuse to play your Chinese food mind games. And then... No! No and then! And then! No and then! No and then! No and then! And then! No and then! And then! Maybe you're start to piss me off, lady. And then I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna put my foot. In your ass if you say and then again! And then, and then, and then, and then. Are you okay? You sound like Louie when he drinks too much water and he starts to aspirate and then he pukes. If you play that backwards, um, you will find the formula for pain. Actually, I was going <laughs> to say that I was speaking in Russian directly to Vladimir Putin. Oh! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you play that backwards and show it to Putin, he will end the war. Oh wow! He'll yeah. be pooping. He'll yeah. He'll just shit his pants. <laughs> he do be pooping. <laughs> they they do be pooping out I there. Saw, I saw a TikTok of uh, Putin working out, and he had really bad form. And they were like, "You're really gonna let someone with this bad of form start a world war?" I saw once a video that they, Russia was trying to migrate these giant cranes to a different part of the or part of Russia, and so they just pushed them. Yeah, they did. No, they he. <laughs> was in like a hang glider dressed as a giant bird and they like all followed him into the nature reserve as putin hang glided across russia <laughs> i don't, I don't so what? I believe that so who followed him the geese the the cranes that he they wanted to migrate oh i thought you were talking about like a like when you said People? giant crane i was thinking like a crane machine and it was like he just flew over and the cranes just these machines just followed him followed. into the nature reserve <laughs> the people of russia followed a flying putin no look he's dressed up like a crane and he and the cranes all followed him as he flew through the sky Wait, go back to that two more what the fuck is that so 
so maybe he deserves to invade Russia after all. If he, Ukraine. Look at that. Oh, I just followed him. That Weird. was the moment where he's like, I am above the world. I'm a god. I am, I am above international laws. <laughs> it would have been even crazier if he just made machines move to, <laughs> to reserve, though. That's why I was so confused. I was like, who is following <laughs> Giant cranes. Okay, yeah. I get it. Um, is so, he god? No. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Garfield is. Garfield. I'm not getting off this horse. Gar- um, Godfield. So, Stacaf mm. stack number one is that when Ashton Kutcher first read the script for the film, he almost turned down the role of Jesse because it f- he found it to be very stupid. Yeah. However, when he read the you got a tattoo scene, he could not stop laughing and agreed to take on the part. Oh, that was like one of the worst parts. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very simple-minded man. Yeah. And now he's a crazy tech investor. Slash abducted children superhero slash company startup man slash cryptocurrency slash husband to mila kunis yeah literally all of those are just luck and you're good looking and good looking yeah rng based he just rolled a nat 20 on finance what is rng random number generated oh okay we were naked goat hold it was like something (laughs) and jeans or something i was like it was all about his jeans uh video board game thing Re- no rng is like a Room computer scape. thing like a r- yeah. random yeah, number yeah, generator yeah 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 so yeah the you got a tattoo scene completely turned him onto the film it Sweet. is it does have like a certain abbott and costello vibe to it very rudimentary uh, yeah indubitably uh. Uh, my next one is that the dude where's your car where's my car dude dialogue is taken from a scene in the big lebowski that occurs between john goodman and jeff bridges that's mm-hmm. in the bowling alley I love The Big Lebowski. A cult classic. Another stoner film. Yeah. yeah. Another cult classic but a good stoner one. film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Big Lebowski's so good. I started drinking White Russians because of The Big Lebowski. I started Have you drank peeing on many? drugs because of The Big yeah, Lebowski. Yeah, I get a White Russian, basically, just one, because I want to try them. Like, but they're good. They're White Russians are just good. But I know you had one when we took you out on your 24th. Have you had any since? Yeah, I've had one in Denver, and I've had a couple somewhere else, but I can't remember where. This Fox Club. Oh, uh, yeah, classic. If you ordered a White Russian this week, you'd probably get spit on. That's true. <laughs> How does this keep coming oh, yeah. up? <laughs> There's such a thing as a black Russian, too. Uh, not in reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not in Russia. <laughs> my next decaf. Stack. Staff infection. My next staff infection is that Mark, our Andy Dick character, asked Jesse and Chester to email him via his website www.freakincage.com. The web address led to a photo of Mark in his cage, but as of 2018, the link is now dead. Yeah. Wait, what? What? Because remember the ostrich scenes? Yeah. When he woke up in like the ostrich prison? Yeah. He was in the cage, and uh-huh. there was the other guy in the cage next to him. That guy, his name was Mark, and he said, email me at www.manincage.com. Freakincage.com. What, sorry, what did it lead to? It led to just a picture of his character in a cage. Oh. But it's been taken down now. How, how? I don't know why they would take it down. It's very harmless. Manincage.com. Freak, www.freakincage.com. Uh, my next one... Do you love big tits in your mouth? <laughs> I can feel you getting so hard right now. We could buy it. How much? Uh, How much? We have to call to figure out, find out. 
What if we called and it was 1-800-SPANK? Exactly. <laughs> Disney that seems like a lot of work. Disney bought yeah. out 1-800-SPANK-ME to buy out freakingcage.com. <laughs> Um, my next one is that when Jesse and Chester at the Geek Cult compound, the Space Nerd Barn, yeah, everyone is wearing the same style of black van sneakers. This is a reference to the Heaven's Gate Cult, who yes. all wore the same style of purple Nikes. Yes, Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we call my cat Jinjo Jim Jones. Really? Because yeah. he's a murderer? Yeah. And he's a psychopath? Yeah. And, he's and very... sometimes you see him putting cyanide in your Kool-Aid? And he's very charming, yeah. Was it act- Was it cyanide that was what was put in? I think so. Yeah. It was I didn't ever remember They didn't all was. die instantly. It was painful, so. <laughs> the way you want to go. Yeah. Well, there's like recordings of, because the, they recorded it. Mm-hmm. And there's like audio recordings. People and everyone... just like writhing in pain and shit. And screaming, yeah. And like children. Oh. Yeah, women and children. You could hear them screaming. Women and children first. Women and children first. First well, everyone did it at the same time. You could hear like no, children but, like, screaming, you know, Mama! Sa- saving people in, the worst. on like boat wrecks and stuff. Women and children first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's just what they did with the, the Heaven's Gate. You yeah. know, be respectful. Yeah. Keep Let, that code up. Yeah, 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 yeah. My next one is that in 2012, the Pittsburgh Pirates started using the Zoltan hand <laughs> signal from the film as a way for players to congratulate their teammates after an accomplishment such as a home run or a double play. I'm surprised you didn't tell us this in sports, Sporty McSports Ball back in 2012. Um, well, fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> the habit actually started after the Pirates, in particular Neil Walker, were watching Dude Where's My Car in the visiting clubhouse at Turner Field in Atlanta <laughs> during an April 2012 weekend series game against the Braves. After a Twitter campaign to encourage the real Zoltan to appear at a game, Hell Sparks flew to Pittsburgh on July 25th, 2012, to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. <laughs> Zoltan! Zoltan! That's kind of why the Pirates always suck, though, too. <laughs> the more of this fact was like, they went on a huge run in the season really? with this kind of like ceremonial Zoltan thing, but then went on a huge loss streak <laughs> and then yeah. didn't make the playoffs. So that, yeah. And they, every baseball team they was went, like a gimmick per year. They went 78 and 83, I think. Yeah. I feel like baseball. Mm, sporty mix sports ball here. <laughs> Baseball's boring. Mm. baseball teams do gimmicks once a year to keep people interested but it doesn't work do you think it's boring just because of the sport or do you think it's extra boring because the season is 162 games long and so each game feels like there's nothing truly at stake well fucking i thought i was doing the sports section but uh well that's why i'm asking you because you're the expert yes yes okay i do agree with the season length it's very long um two more um, rather cheekily, this ran for a, a... There was a lot of cheeks. <laughs> this ran for a For Your Consideration Academy Award campaign using the Dude Where's My Oscar. Oh, that's pretty funny. Not surprisingly, it failed to get any nominations uh, at the Academy Awards. Yeah. But yeah, Dude Where's My Oscar? That's pretty good. Yeah. Good prank. They seem like they spent a lot on pranks for this movie. Pranks and taglines. And websites, yeah. <laughs> And my last one is our nominations fact. Um, this was nominated for Best Male Newcomer. Cumber. Best Male Newcomer for Ashton Kutcher at the Vegas Film Critics Society Awards. Um, then at the MTV Movie Awards, Breakthrough Male Performance by Ashton Kutcher. And then at the Choi, and then at the. Choi Te- Festival. <laughs> <laughs> the Teen Choice Awards mm. was nominated for Choice Comedy. Choice actor in Ashton Kutcher, choice chemistry in Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott, and choice hissy fit for Ashton Kutcher. 
Did he win any of those? No, all noms. Hissy fit. I'm assuming it's the and then. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it's weird that they can get like five different movies to nominate for best hissy fit <laughs> on a year-to-year basis. It's a Teen Choice Awards. Teens are really into hissy fits. And with that, that's the end of our stack. Stack. Yeah, who's in? Jesus, like he's Ivanette Niaj. What did you guys say? Sukabliat. Join the navy. <laughs> what did you say? Fucking bitch. Well, that was very long for fucking bitch back. You were just really thinking. No, Sukabliat. No, before that. Oh, I. Well, you have to play it backwards. Okay, at point two five speed. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna get into the movie. My first note is that the following story is based on actual events. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it said that? Yeah, yeah it said that. And Lucas looked at me and he's like, is this, are you, is this serious? I was like, there's no. There's... <laughs> was this before or after the really bad 3D rendered dancing people in space? Before. before. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so next is space theme intro to Listen to the Music by Danger Man. It had preludes to the episode, but yes, very poorly 3D generated, like, yeah. It's a funky space dance intro with ostriches and cat ladies walking around. It looks like the, what your Snapchat does when you put it on your back camera and then you like could like put like a dancing robot there. That's what it looks oh, like. Oh man, remember the dancing hot dog Snapchat filter? Yeah, that was an amazing time in our lives. Do you uh know the green bear that dances on TikTok? No. What about it? What about it's it? It's just kind of like that. Oh. But do you remember the dancing hot dog Snapchat filter? Yeah. Oh, I'm so pretty sure good. you can still get it. Oh, I love it. And it looked right now. I remember they made, um, that was the year that Baby Driver came out, and they made the movie trailer of Baby Driver, but instead With of Ansel Elgort's baby character, it was just a hot dog yeah. dancing in the background, <laughs> and you're just like, what in the world am I watching? I'm going to have to watch that again later today. Baby Driver? No, just the trailer with mm. the hot dog. Marina loves. Yes! Dude, he's fucking busting some moves. Look at him. Show it to the camera. <laughs> well, I don't think... Is it even on there? It's just showing Lucas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You gotta give him some space to fucking jam. Wait, you gotta move him, actually. <laughs> now show him to Lucas, the camera. Lucas, he's on your shoulder! Whoa! Oh, no! That's Wait, a party! Where is he? This is terrifying. <laughs> He's just gonna pop out at you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sna- dancing Snapchat hot dog filter. I think there's also you can like. Oh wait, no, you can't. no, you can't. Um, so more about the movie after that. You're introduced to Jesse and Chester. Their house is a wreck. They look like shit. They don't remember anything they did last night except the twins had a party. Yeah, which they, they didn't. They, they had remember. a party at the twins' place. Yeah, which they were pissed about. Devin. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are you still watching that? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> they, they do a, a kind of the goofy way of introducing them too, where they freeze frames on the character when they're doing something stupid. Get it's the like, fucked up, yeah. the next Jesse up. and Chester. <laughs> and Chester's like scratching his head. He's intimate. He's impersonating, impregnating, a chim- impregnating a chimpanzee on Animal <laughs> Planet. Um, but yeah, and, uh, they just don't remember anything. Gene shows up, he pees in a plant. They don't know who Gene actually is. He lives in their closet. But they're hungry, so they check the fridge. Full of pudding. Pudding. And their, and their cupboards. Full of pudding. And it's that chocolate, vanilla chocolate, the triple layer one. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm mad because in, apparently in 2000, you could afford 
to own a home on a pizza delivery man salary. Yeah. That may be the most fantastical element of the home. Yeah. Did you see how shit that home went when they walked out? And it was- that was a nice... Are you kidding me? That That's fucking $350,000 in Missoula. I was looking at Zillow, and there was a house on Missoula that was, like, up in towards Mansion Heights. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 6,000 square feet, like, five-bedroom, four baths. And it was only 750000 Hmm. Da- yeah. Scam. I was... That's where those people got murdered. Yeah. I was like, I just, I just assumed as being a house of that caliber with all the low level houses being at least 300,000 anyway, yeah. that it should have been a million and it wasn't. I was like, wow. 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 It really is half full. That's a nice boat. Wow. I wow. broke my nose. <laughs> nice car. Tried to kill myself. No, like seriously, like, wow. <laughs> Wait, what's that from? I don't remember what movie, but I just remember that. Devin and I, when we used to close at Coldstone, sometimes would just play this YouTube video of Owen shit. Wilson saying wow For on like repeat. 10 hours. Yeah, we would just listen to that. I remember your brother and I used to play Rick Astley Never Gonna Give You Up on repeat during sore hours, and we'd mark down how many times we could play it before someone noticed. Or we would haze new employees by saying, oh my god, the... The, the thing, the computer, the computer broke. froze and it's stuck on the same song. What, which is most of the time, what's new pussycat? Yeah, it was always what's new pussycat. We do the John Mulaney skit and just play it over and over and over, and we would just you and your pussycat nose. Wow, wow, wow. Caesar came running out here, <laughs> and then you would haze employees by sexually harassing nope. them. No, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we would haze employees by tying them up and stripping them of all their clothing and, and tasing them throwing them in the walk-in freezer until they were blue <laughs> and then we'd take them out and they'd only have a little bit of frostbite but we could amputate because we had we had knives there and we the did sanit- have knives the there, sanitizer yeah. water the- <laughs> gross <laughs> so we were good um yeah it was- but you had to put their amputated limbs in the sanitizer water after we did dishes and then you had because- to put it in the freezer again so it wouldn't smell yeah, yeah but yeah it would either be the music gimmick or it would be we would go into the bathroom and have somebody prank call the store for cat cat or na- cat litter or i'd shakes. pretend to be an angry customer and jump Hop over the, the counter, counter <laughs> and start to fight me there's some good times <laughs> but so their thing is full of pudding and they hear a voicemail from the twins who you find out are their girlfriends that they destroyed their house and are worried they haven't gotten them their anniversary gifts. And that, Jesse and Chester find out that the twins have gotten them special gifts. Special treats. Special treats. Yeah. And they say they haven't had sex with them yet, even though they've been dating dating for a year now. So, of course, there's going to be sex. They're going to get blown. Which they're hype about. I'm surprised these stoner kind of losers haven't had sex yet with their girlfriends. Yeah. For after a year. Also, I'm surprised that they even got these twins as their girlfriends. A lot, of, yeah, a lot is going on in this movie. <laughs> and, uh, and now you've got the pizza on the ceiling gimmick. Yeah, because Mister Pizza Coley, <laughs> my favorite character name, <laughs> who's a black man, shouldn't be really Italian. No, not at all. Last Mr. name, Mister Pizza Coley. Yeah, he's there, and he said, "We, you were supposed to deliver thirty pizzas last night, and none of them got delivered." You, like, what are you doing with them? It's like, if I find out you're stealing them, I'll have you fired. And they have pizza in their house. Which yeah. is like 20 bucks a pizza. Or like, okay, let's, let's 15 say 15 bu- bucks a pizza, $450. And he's just like not firing them? That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, you're like, how do they not get fired? Because they throw it on the ceiling to hide it. And then... They get, go, look over there, it's, a, it's elephant. an elephant. Yeah. Or it's a unicorn. And 
What are you doing now on Snapchat? You're making yourself Iron Man? Oh, look at that. Wait, this is, this is a terrible filter. I don't know what the fuck is... Yeah, well, you can see it, but, like, I have to... Wait, can I fucking... Anyway, it's a poor gimmick, and they're gonna go to Nelson's, because he's their pot dealer or whatever, and he wants... Is want... that what he is? Uh, yeah. Because they said they wanted to get in the same state of mind as they were oh, last okay. night. So they're gonna go to him, get some pot, so that they can retrace their steps. I thought he was, like, their guru. He could also be their guru. And as they're going, they don't... This is, dude, where's my car? Where's your car? They can't... They don't find their car. It's gone. So they're gonna walk. But then they see, like, Mrs. Crabbleman. She'll drive them. <laughs> yeah. Except, no, she fucking hates John, as she says. <laughs> she runs them over in her car. They weren't even, like, in the road. She veered to them she to run did, them over. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember the other family, but somebody also hits Jesse. Yeah. I just... It's Mrs. Crabbleman. <laughs> Mrs. Crabbleman. Mrs. Crabbleman? Why would they... I, yeah, why would they assume an old lady in the neighborhood would just give them a ride? Because it's Mrs. Crabbleman, duh. Yeah. And so they go to Nelson's, they walk there, and they think Nelson's dog is dead. He hit... He's just high off his mind. Nelson pulls out, like, this dog-shaped pipe. This dog, Jackal, that looks exactly like Louie. Yeah. <laughs> pops up and just starts blazing up. He loves it, which is, don't get your animals high. Yes, that is a very life. good... Do, do you remember when at UM on Yik Yak or something, or, or on Mont Snaps, when people were going nuts because somebody posted a photo of their cat smoking a cigarette? Oh, I never was on Mont Snaps, no. Mm. Yeah. Just all about weed and titties on Mont Snaps. That's pretty nice, but <laughs> this movie, like you said before, like really didn't have any direct allusions to smoking weed, except for this one scene. Where they're forcing a dog to smoke yeah. pot. Yeah, which is like way more harmful, I feel like, than any forcing any human to smoke pot. Yeah, for sure. Or even sure. showing them doing it of their own volition. Yeah. Yeah. Bad choice. Bad dog. <laughs> um, so, they're hungry, so they're going to go get some Chinese food. Hell yeah. Three orders of garlic chicken, three... White three fried rice, three, uh, wonton. three wonton soups, no, it was white uh, rice, and white rice, and it's a restaurant that is spelled Chinese F O O O O O O O D. Is it? Was it? Yeah, I yeah. missed Chinese that. Chinese food. food and three of the cookies fortune, as Nelson. Hey, get the cookies fortune. The yeah, cookies. Nelson speaks like Yoda. So I think it's his gimmick. Yeah, and uh, this is just a, a scene between Jesse, Ashton Kutcher, and the the Chi- drive-through Chinese food lady. Yeah, and then... And that's it. She will not accept that that is the end of his order. Or anything. Or <laughs> just only says, and then. In di- and then. Just different tones. And this is that where we get... a really good impression. Yeah, of her. And then we get the worst, the best hissy fit. Oh, man. It was he nominated. Goes, yeah, not, yeah, it wasn't the best. He didn't win. But he goes ape shit on this, like, little... It looks like a... Chinese takeout take box. Out box as the drive. He just rips it up, and they're on their way. They never eat. <laughs> no, they never get their food. Their garlic chicken. No. So no. Nelson no. kicks them out of his car after the Chinese food place incident, and on the street they see Christy Boner. Christy Boner. I hardly ho- know her. Ooh, the hottest girl there ever was. Hotter than the hottie in the hottie and the naughty. Who's hotter, Christy Boner? I think Christy Boner is, was hotter than Paris Hilton. Probably. She ha- they had the same effect, though, because she like came over and rendered them useless. <laughs> yeah. Even more useless than they are. You, 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 we had so much fun with you last night. Like, Did we see your car? She's like, I only saw the back seat with you guys. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened last night? And then she kisses him. Like, does this remind you anything? And then she puts their hand, his Jesse's hand on her boobs, and she's like, 
He's like, I'm starting to remember now. And, <laughs> and Chester's like, I need a reminder too. So he feels her boobs. And this is where I brought up, they cheat on their girlfriend a lot in this movie. Yeah. Yep. And the twins are just fine with it, I guess? Yeah, the twins are bits of pushovers. <laughs> a little bit of pushovers. And uh, all of a sudden, as he's feeling them up and whatnot. Oh, she also tells him that they had tons of money last night. They were mm-hmm. throwing cash around. And they paid $500 to see her hoo-hoos. hoo-hoos. They don't remember that either. And then, out of nowhere... Tommy shows up. Stereotypical Tommy. Friggin' Tommy. Big old jock bully. Bradley Cooper lookalike. Drives a a convertible. He's stoner bashing time! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he shows up and he clowns their asses. Yeah, sticks some garbage cans on it. They are the typical lacrosse bros of today. Mm-hmm. Were you bullied by a lot of lacrosse bros? No, lacrosse wasn't a thing when I was in school. I mean, back, it was, but it wasn't. My day. It was, but it wasn't like. Who were who your bullies mainly? I was never bullied. <laughs> he was the bully. Oh, shoot. I was actually a bully in grade school, like sixth grade. I, I, do tell, I did tell Marina this story once. Like, one of the worst things I think. She's like, what's the worst things you've ever done? And I can never really think of many things because I was. Always just like a goody two shoe kid, but I did make this one kid who was my friend kill himself. Hey, no, <laughs> his name was Austin Craig. I would make him carry around my books between classes for me. That's kind of mean. Yeah. yeah. Was he your slave? No, but he would basically. It, with hindsight, it was like, well, he he kind of was. I would didn't make him be my slave, but he was. Like, he would just carry my books, and his, he would just carry so many books. Because <laughs> in our middle school, you couldn't bring your backpacks into class either, so it was just... Wait, what? Why? I don't know. Because of would... guns. Maybe? I feel like it wasn't that big of a thing. Yeah, they, they wouldn't let us bring our backpacks into the classroom, so we had to carry... It. And if you didn't have time to go, if it was like on the opposite side of the school, so you would carry things to like plan your day out. So I'd have like four textbooks in my Trapper Keeper, and so he, and he just carrying like everything in between classes, I just like walked... Wow, that's so cruel of you. That's probably the meanest thing I've done. Wow. Human furniture type deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's stereotypical Tommy. And he breaks that shit up. He, Christy Boner is not going to associate with Jesse and Chester, these losers. And uh, so they're going to... They need clues for what's happened yeah. last night. Chester reaches into his pocket, finds matches from a strip club... Yeah, common the, strip club accessory. Y- you've been to the Fox Club. Do they give out matches? Furred matches? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Classic. that is the thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go to the the kitty club, whatever it was called. There's a cat as the the logo, and uh, the, yeah, everyone knows them there. Get out your Bob Irvine Power Crunch bar. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That crunch did not sound powerful at all. Um, and were, <laughs> everybody just knows them and apparently last night they got a super special slippery lap dance mm. huh well Chester didn't but he got the the white shirt water poured over booby dance and <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and so this Tanya pulls Jesse aside for another super secret super secret super slippery special lap dance into the the champagne room makes it makes it seem like she's gonna bang him she even like licks his lips Mm. and makes out with him yep and gets uh, him alone pulls him aside and then tells him that they stole her money last night two hundred thousand dollars yep and that she's also a transgender a transgender female yeah pulls up her pulls up her dress and there's just a penis there 
And this is a very transphobic scene. Again, yeah. Like our seventh or eighth iteration of transphobia <laughs> in our movie series here. Is two thousand this is very early on. Yeah, I don't remember the other ones. They all blur together. Blurred lines. Yeah. Which is a very Garfield I, is probably the most transphobic. Why? It's Garfield. Oh, just because you hate it. Garfield is, is a known transphobe. Deck the halls. Remember the cop wore. Yep. I mean, he, he wore the like, pink underwear, the thong. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so they, Jesse gets out of there. They have to find the money. They head to the twins for more clues, but they need to get them anniversary gifts for them. And they show up. The place is just trashed, but inside is perfect after all their cleaning. You missed a cool coordinated dance scene with Chester and the strippers, <laughs> where they brands do it on the on the camera. Yeah, where they they all knew exactly what they were doing. It was, he was great. He, yeah, they they choreographed this last night. He doesn't remember anything from last night, yeah, except this dance sequence. And so they show up. They eat all the dark chocolates because the girls don't like the dark chocolates, but they actually do like the dark chocolates. Yep, this is Jennifer Garner and. Her twin, who is a foot shorter and six or seven years younger. <laughs> I didn't notice. Oh, I thought she was an 11-year-old when she came on the yeah. screen. I and was like, how is he dating an 11-year-old? And What's his secret? With all this <laughs> with all this cleaning, it's done. They just say they have to take out the trash. They go to, to, say, take a bubble bath. So they just decide to do all the trash in one trip. And in doing so, destroy the inside of the house. Yeah, again. cat in the of hat course. style. Very cat in the hat style, yeah. And uh, they, the twins rightfully kick them out, and when they land on the lawn, some people just pull them off the street into a van. It's an alien Zoltan group. That These are the Zoltanogians. Zoltan! <laughs> I, I see it, yeah. yeah. I see what you're doing there. They're, yeah, but they're a cult, and they're after one thing. The Continuum Transfunctioner. Yes. They heard that Jesse and Chester were in control of it last night. And it, it, it can lead to interstellar travel, or... Mm-hmm. It's full of mystery and power, and the only thing more powerful than its mystery is its power. <laughs> Not a direct quote, but basically. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what they said. Yeah, and I thought this Zoltan group were an illusion. Zoltan! Zoltan. I thought this Zoltan group Zoltan. <laughs> was an illusion to Scientology myself, because they have all sorts of weird gods and old planets and stuff they go to, and they're psychos they're and kidnap people. Zunar is there? I think Zunar, yeah. Which is pretty close to Zoltan. Yeah. The, Mor- the Mormons also have their own weird shit going on, too. I do know a lot. Of- and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Why'd everyone look at me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, so they get out of the van, and a guy tells them to pick up their special suits. Like They, they just tell them that, that that's what they want. They're going to need it. They get kicked out, and the guy says, we've got your special suits. They go to put them on. They got tattoos last night. They the did. Dudes. This is the scene you were talking about in Cat's Fats, where one tattoo says dude, and the other tattoo says sweet. Uh, no, the st- cap, stack. Sports, <laughs> sports ball here. <laughs> I was just waiting for somebody. I was not going to be the one. <laughs> um, yeah, they got tattoos. One says dude. One says sweet. But they, their dimwittedness cannot get it across when they ask each other what theirs says. What's mine say? What does mine say? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet, what does mine say? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! <laughs> Devin's audio has been pretty quiet, and there's just this one just brick <laughs> screaming sweet. Um, yeah. And Your then neighbors they, love us. They get into their suits, 
and they're matching Adidas tracksuits. One's red, one's blue, with secret pockets. They got yeah. some toys in there, some birds. There's a Rubik's cube, but most Boys. importantly, they got cell phones. Yeah, Boyd's. Well, they got. Isn't there another? Oh too? no, there is. There's a deed to a convertible. They yeah. bought a car last they did. night. That, yeah, they exactly. leased a car. Oh, they leased a car. We also have a non-linear story point too. Yes, this came out of nowhere. A, Which a, I didn't get a bust a move music video. Yeah, that's your a bust a move music video. But bust a move music video scene. Yeah, they're just partying it up, but with like girls and like classic '90s rap fashion chains and everything. Did this? Well, is it non-linear? I think it is. I think because I don't think that happened last night because it was like during the daytime and it was they were wearing the suits that they just got and I don't think it happened just then because that would also be insane. But it didn't happen in the future, did it? It's no, that's what I'm saying. It's like non-linear. Oh, it's just it, it's a like a separate. It's trans. It's like a different dimension. Yeah, they use the the continuum transformation <laughs> just to do a functioner transfunction. Yeah, electromorphic to do a music video on the side. What and was then, and like nothing happened after that. The piezoelectric crystals. <laughs> yeah, Santa with muscles. Oh God, you need to watch Santa with muscles. I feel like I did watch it through oh. you guys. You're not really Santa Claus, are you? I just thought I was no, for a little bit. I just thought I was for a while. But that Lucas and I said, we have grown really fond of Santa with muscles in hindsight. Yeah. It's probably like a like a seven in the rating. <laughs> it keeps going. That it. and Birdemic just keep growing on me for some reason. Yeah. Not Birdemic. Oh, Birdemic was so good. I know. <laughs> Birdemic. I want to own that film. Anyway, um Birdemic. <laughs> the 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 trailer's the best part of it. Yeah. But, um, so after they get these suits on, um, they, there's a scene. This this did happen. Side also, by side in cars with Fabio. And they're trying to one-up each other, like revving their engines, putting their arms around each other. Mm-hmm. Fabio kisses his girl in the seat, so they make out, which is a very homophobic scene by them. Well, they didn't look grossed out by that. It. That's Fabio what I and said. The, Fabio and the... Oh, yeah, Fabio. And they're the, like... Uh, no, but maybe I actually thought it was pretty progressive of them because Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher were totally fine with it. Like, yes, they were totally fine. Yeah. Fabio and the girl were very homophobic. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe that's a middle finger to homophobes. It probably is. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. all make out right now <laughs> to <laughs> well, prove uh, them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after this, maybe parting, non-linear parting, they're back on the look for his car. And out of nowhere, five mysterious hot chicks show up, saying like, if they give them the continuum transfunctioner, they will give them oral pleasure. Yeah, and then to demonstrate the talents of her oral pleasure, she <laughs> she deep throats a, popsicle a whole popsicle right off and the then, stick. Yeah, eats it like. Well, I think it was because they're such hot chicks, like they're literally hot. It melts in her mouth as she pulls. It was away like a party it. trick. Like she didn't actually even deep throat anything. It just melted mm. that fast. Meltan. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, hell yeah. And then all of a sudden they just disappear in front of Jesse and Tisha. They're gone. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya's Tanya back. shows up. She's demanding their money. And out of nowhere, the cops show up. They're like, oh, you're going to get busted. No, they just arrest Jesse and Chester. <laughs> yeah. You don't know why. They don't know why. They don't know why. And apparently their car, they're being interrogated. Their car was seen fleeing the scenes of a major drug deal last night. And there's all these interrogation tactics. Like well, torture, one. torture tactics. Yes, a, a torture tactic from one person on a dummy doll. Yeah, yeah, which almost worked. <laughs> it, it worked on Chester. He thought yeah. that this dummy was a real man. Yeah, he yeah. did sympathize with the dummy. <laughs> he spoke to him. He's like, "You'll be fine. You'll get out of here You're eventually, okay, bro." <laughs> and quit hurting him. One of the officers comes in, Rick, 
No, it wasn't Rick. It was some other guy. Says they made a wrong identification. They're free because they were actually at the police station last night between 12 and 2 a.m. Giving them all donuts. And so they're free. They, they show the wrong identification people, which was a little person and some giant, giant thug man. Yeah. Very close to what yeah, yeah, Ashton Kutcher and yeah, Sean The average of their heights <laughs> so, is about the height of them. This is the first instance of Rick fucking them over. <laughs> yes, Rip, Rick the police officer. He he made the wrong identification. He might be worse than Derek Chauvin. Oh, God. Yeah. Or Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and what, he, he knows he made this mistake, but he knows where the car is now. And he's going to get it for him. But then he's like, oh, did you say you wanted it back? I thought you wanted it impounded. So he impounds their car and they're like, oh, here, I'll get you, I'll get you the address, you know, I'll, we'll yeah. get it back to you. So they go to find their car to the, the impound lot. I thought that this whole scene too was a commentary on the dysfunction of the bureaucracy and how I thought it was about the donuts. A little bit about the donuts. About just making fun of how cops like donuts. Yeah, they yeah. did make or a how joke inept about they that. are because Rick keeps fucking them over. He does. So then, meanwhile, while they go to look for that, the hot chicks confront Mister Pizzacole and Tommy and his friends to find Jesse and Chester for the continuum transfunctioner. And Tommy sends the chicks to the park for a school of the blind function. And uh, yeah. They'll just the hot chicks. The, yeah, the hot chicks just confront the twins there because that's where they work, and the twins don't even care. The hot chicks are looking for them. They're like, "We're done with them." Yeah, I also have a blind kid hits a teacher in the balls with the when they're playing t ball. That was pretty. Yeah, because he was like, "Listen to the beeps." You know, you you can see with your ears. If you hear the beep, you're gonna hit it. And his phone went off in his pocket, yeah. so he hit him in the balls. That was, that was pretty. A pretty it was. A, I think it was a pager. Were they doing pagers in the early 2000s? Yes, yeah. they were. It could have been a pager. I hardly know her. Nice. And the other blind kid. Yeah, the hot chicks come up to him and ask if they've seen Jesse and Chester. Honk. <laughs> honk, honk. Yeah, he, he does grope them. Because he, he says, I need to feel your face to see if you're a hot chick. Yeah. And then just feels up their breasts. And uh, so, yeah, that's the... And that's the they leave, yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile... Tommy goes to Nelson and beats him up, basically. Him and his goons. And they tell Jesse and Chester, we need the continuum transfunction, or Nelson's gone, you know? And suddenly, as Jesse and Chester are on the look, two Scandinavian hunks just show up. They're wearing, like, sort of spacey-looking glasses. Leather jumpsuit. Yeah. Jumpsuit tank. Leather jumpsuit tank tops. And they say they are there for the continuum transfunction, as they are the keepers of it. So now we've got four different parties looking for this transfunctioner, mm. and uh, I lost my spot. Then they head back home. Yeah, the twins come over to their place. Yeah, because they can't get their car because it's been impounded. They have to wait. They don't have gifts, and they just dump their asses because they said the hot chicks were looking for them. Yeah. And they were hanging out with them last night. they trashed night. their house and basically cheated on them and all these sorts of... But Jesse has a profound moment. He feels something in his gut. A poop. No, it's love. Uh, I was going to say an ulcer. It's love. He realizes he loves them and they need to do anything they can to get their car and get the girls back. But it's also a shit. He does also need to take a crap. Yeah. A poopy. Uh, he needs to take a little poopy in the toilet. That is also... That is another one of my favorite... Caca. My favorite wordle starting words is poopy. <laughs> Why? Two P's and two O's? Yeah. That's not going to get you any... And a Y? It's a, it's a show of strength. <laughs> I... I think I always do Vogue. Oh, oh. Is it? 
I do. I that's, do. That's not too similar. Dissimilar from glove. Yeah, that's true. I do uh, straw. With a W. Yeah. Straw. straw. Oh yeah, that does have five letters. <laughs> <laughs> I do straw, and if none of those letters are in it, my next one is clone to get a L O N and E in there. So. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Little yeah. wordle. Well, I've done one wordle or two wordles, and on my second one, I couldn't get the word. So you gave up? Yeah. I'm going to do a wordle right well, now. You guys keep talking. Okay, Sporty McSportsball, what did you think about Purtle today? Mm. Purtle? Ooh, I just zoomed in on my leg. <laughs> Purtle, spelled P-O-E-L-T-L, Jakob Purtle is an NBA player, and it sounds like wordle, and so they created one where you have to guess the NBA player based on clues just like wordle. So you should probably play that since you're sporting mixed sports. Yeah, ball. I do like sports. <laughs> you are the sportsman. Vogue. Oh. This is why I fucking hate this game. Now you got to come up with a new word that doesn't have any of those letters. Yeah, I suggest poopy. <laughs> <laughs> that has a that has. Oh no. <laughs> um. So while he does the wordle, oh, he got an A and a an N an in the N. wrong place. So. They get dumped, and they're going to go and find, try and find their car. They go to the impound for their car to find that the cop from earlier, Rick, not only impounded their car, but also put it in an auction and it sold in a day. Yeah, fucking Rick. <laughs> One, his third mess up. And now you get this arm stuck scene because they want the papers to find the address of the guy who sold it. To they're him. not allowed to look at them. Yes. And so they sneak their arm under the counter. Yeah, when the cop isn't looking. And it, his hand gets stuck, and she comes back and says she's going to cut off their fingers if, like, she yeah. sees them reaching over the I'm counter. cut your pinky off, yeah. And that scares them enough after probably, like, three minutes of trying to pull their arm out in the scene. And lots of spitting. A lot of spitting, yeah. He, he got it! It was chant. How many did you get it in? Four. Oh, nice. No, five. that says five. Five. <laughs> I, I, had, I got it in six because I, had, I put mint on three. And then I played Giant, and then I played Avant, and then I played Chant. Like, I, yeah. I was like, God damn it. Four of them with Ant at the end? Good job. Well, thank you. Um, and now they get the address. They do get out of there. They don't lose their phalanges. Mm-hmm. And they're off to get their car. And all of a sudden, while driving, the space nerds surround them in their cars. And Jeff, the non-Z-named space nerd. Yeah, because there was... Zuna. Ziplar and Zorin. And Zimli and yeah. Xander. And Zorgon. Wait, what's his name? Zorgon. Z- Zoltan. 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 <laughs> well, um, Je- yeah. Garfield. Jeff was hiding in the back of his convertible, apparently. It tases them in the neck. Yep. And so they wake up with their clothes off on, like, Zoltan's plot of land, and they're being held hostage in a barn. By they guys get- in these interstellar spacesuits. Bubble wrap. Yeah. And now there's a fire extinguisher scene. Yeah, I like this scene actually. (laughs) Buy yourself something nice. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? I don't know. Why are you giving me putting a dollar bill down my shirt? I haven't slept very well. (laughs) (laughs) It's so random. Yeah, so you like the fire extinguisher? I did, yeah, because Ashton Kutcher has the idea. (laughs) Oh, goddamn. Tuck it up there in those shorts, baby. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher had the idea to smash both of the guards over the head with the fire extinguisher. Which is there. a good idea. So he like tells that to, to Chester, and Chester he, just he dumbly looks at him. Mines it, basically. Yeah, and then he goes over and picks it up and says, this is what, how you have to do it, and like sma- like pretends to smash them and puts it back. And then Like he should have just done it then. <laughs> yeah, he still doesn't get it. Chester doesn't get it. Then finally, 
Jesse smashes them. He says, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so they push them in a closet, and then they dress up as them in the bubble wrap. But all of a sudden, alarms start going off. They have to join a meeting. Yep. And they meet... A lot of techno music is going on. They meet Zoltan. Zoltan. For the first time. Yep, who is like a like a 19-year-old boy. Pretty boy. Yeah. And he has everybody infatuated with him. And in this meeting, they... They try and blend in by saying Zoltan over and over again, but they get caught when some when everyone didn't, and they get captured. And they Zoltan even has the twins tied up. They just want the continuum transfunctioner. That's it. Yeah, Zoltan's kind of a fucking a prick. Nice, Devin. <laughs> um, and then you find out the Nordic dudes were sent to the Chinese restaurant. They told him that that's where the continuum, continuum transfunctioner trans- is. <laughs> Can we have the continuum transfunctioner? <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then you hand it to us. <laughs> <laughs> and then... What, one of them ordered something. Yeah, he also had some shrimp fried rice. Shrimp fried rice. Yeah. Can I get an order of the shrimp fried rice? <laughs> my Probably my least favorite fried rice. I like shrimp fried rice. I just... I don't know. I don't know. Shrimp's I, I, one of my least favorite seafoods in general. Yeah. And, like, I don't know the ethicality of, like, what are they paying the shrimp to fry that rice? Yeah. Probably. Exactly. I've never heard of a shrimp. They're probably thing. working in some labor shop frying yeah, that rice. I, just, I don't know about the ethics of it, personally. I like chicken fried rice. Because because it's you you know where the chickens came from. Well, no. because The egg. Well, because mm. yeah, chicken lives don't matter. Oh, and shrimp lives yeah, do. Yeah. Okay, I get it. And, um... Now, they get out of their, on the look, once again, continue transfunctioner, but they sneak out because they need to get their car. Maybe it's there. And they go to the person, the address of the person that bought it. Mm-hmm. They hopped a fence and they're just in a jungle. Yeah. I didn't see the part where they hopped that fence. So oh, yeah. I like looked up and I'm like, well, they're just in a jungle now. <laughs> yeah. So like danger, do not enter. And they're like, yeah. all right, well, we'll hop the fence. They're in a jungle. Surrounded by dangerous ostriches. Yeah. A bunch of them. And now you get an ostrich taxi. They basically knock them out. The ostriches do. Yeah. And they One, wake yeah. up. And they wake up. Chester, oh, we forgot to admit, earlier Chester had a sex dream about the hot chicks trying to give him oral pleasure. Well, he has the same dream again, Dream again, but in this one, instead of the hot chick, it's an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa. And so they wake up. This is where we get the Andy Dick scene. Yes. <sighs> they wake up just next to him. He's just in a cage. His name's Mark. And they're in there for poaching. And some French dude is there who locked him up. And he says he's an honorable man. Yeah, and then Andy honorable. makes fun honorable. of him for a while. Honorable. Honorable. Oh, that was good. Honorable. Honorable. Are you saying honorable? Sacre bleu. Fucking bitch. What's, was that what sacre bleu means? No, I don't know. You were saying something like that earlier. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. And look it up. Yeah, good luck spelling that. It means sacred blue. <laughs> I mean, suck my balls. Suck <laughs> <laughs> uh, A French expression of surprise, exasperation, or dismay. Mm-hmm. Sacre bleu, you scoff speak most fantastic French. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he says he's honorable, and he will let them go if they can answer an ostrich-based trivia question. <laughs> yeah. Weird. But because Chester... He's such an animal planet fan and savant yeah he he knows right away that ostriches run at an average speed of 27 miles per hour <laughs> and they get it right they get to go mark said he guessed brown the whole time mark's like pass it to me pass i know listen just like, <laughs> yeah we're gonna pass the mark he's like no passing <laughs> so he gets it right they get to go and they go to get their car from him 
and the car has just disappeared from his garage mm-hmm. within several hours. And they asked, was there anything in the car when you left? And all he had was a locker key. Yeah, he gives it it, which leads them to a space-themed arcade called Captain Stew's. And when they get there, the stripper and her pimp boyfriend... Tanya, yeah. <laughs> ...confront them for their money. More transphobia happens. They open up the locker, and inside is a briefcase with their money. They're free from Tanya now. And the locker also has fake jelly beans, which made you laugh a lot. Yeah, because they opened them up and they were snakes. Oh my god, jelly beans! <laughs> oh yeah, and it hits them in the face. No jelly yeah. beans. It also has a Japanese diplomas... Yeah, they graduated Japanese college overnight. Um, silly straws and game tickets. And they use those game tickets to get a space toy and tell everyone they have the Continuum Gen Slicture because nobody said what it looks like. That's a good plan, actually. And everyone shows up to Captain Stew's, all the different parties looking to get it, and they're fighting over it. And as Jesse and Chester sneak out with their girlfriends, the Nordic guys are like, that's not the Continuum Transfunctioner. So they all turn back again on on Jesse and Chester. That was a terrible accent, but one of my better accents. <laughs> that is not the... I can't do it. I'm too tired. <laughs> do, your, do your Michelle Obama impression. I don't know what... No, you're renowned. You always do Michelle Obama. I have zero idea how she sounds. You Well, then why do you always do it? It's spot on, too. I don't do Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. Do your Aquafina impression. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that I, doesn't sound like her at all. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, everybody's like circling on on Jesse and Chester. They're not free and everyone's about to fight them. Well, and they're like scared. Well, meanwhile, Chester's just doing the Rubik's cube and he solves it. As he has it. the whole movie. Yeah. He finally solves it. Which turns into the continuum transfunction thing. That's why these things are so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, now the hot chicks and the Nordic guys are fighting over who is the keeper of the Continuum Transfunctioner, and who is the evil one? Devin, who did you think were the keepers? I was, like, very much half asleep, but if I had to guess right now in my current clear thoughts, I would say definitely the hot... The evil ones? The the, hot. No, the keepers. Oh, the keepers. Uh, the Nordic yeah, guys? Yeah, the Nordic guys mm-hmm. seem like the Those, Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. obvious. They had said they were the keepers earlier. Yes, and... They have to figure out who the keepers are. They don't know. And they give, they gave one of them a ride last night. They've both said that. So they asked them a question about last night that only the keepers would know. A mini golf question. And the Nordic guys get it right and they deactivate the device. Everybody's like, how do you remember that? You don't know anything from last night. And Jesse noticed a sign in the arcade that says, get a hole in one on the 18th hole. Get lifetime supply of pudding. Yeah, it's all coming full circle. The pudding. The hangover moment. The mattress was on the hotel the whole time. Wow. Wait, what? Have you seen the hangover? seen it he's lived it he says uh, are you kidding me i'm i star in it well the hangover is amazing if you haven't seen yeah, it you should watch it i gotta watch it mattress on on the top on the rooftop of caesars. Caesars. caesars and um they get it right the nordic guys and you know the hot chicks then are angry so they morph into one giant scantily dressed hot chick and to take her down they have to activate the photon accelerator annihilation beam you said that this was a. Uh, a reference to the attack of the 50-foot woman. Which I didn't know was a film. Like a, like a 1940s body horror movie. Yeah, like one of the first like monster movies in America. About a 50-foot woman? Yeah, it's a very famous like poster, too. I'll, I'll show you. It's Being in the 40s, attack of a 50-foot woman, that just sounds like insecure men were making a film about women taking over the U.S. or something. Yeah, some subtext was happening. Some sub. 
Hey. Somebody was a sub there. See, look at her. Oh, I have seen that poster. Yeah. Oh. The, with the with the mini skirt and the bra. That's Devin. I'm sorry. That's totally a. <laughs> look at that set. <laughs> a, a lot of practical effects were used in the making of that film. I'm sure. She I just, don't even think special effects were a thing in the 40s. Not real. Not like CGI, but. I, well, I don't think they could have done any computer-generated effects. Oh, yeah, in the that's 40s. right. No, but they could do, like, little tricks and stuff. Yeah. Like, have a guy over here, and well, cut the film, and he's over there. Oh, magic. Yeah. Yeah. But but nothing like adding... Like a dinosaur flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no ex- no crazy CGI explosions or... Yeah. They're like... Trans- no Thanos. Transformers, like, we have two terabytes of, of freaking CGI-generated images, and they're like, what's a terabyte? <laughs> What's a transformer? What's a transformer? Yeah. <laughs> Who um, are you? Don't yeah, bite me. They have to activate. Why are you this? wearing Nikes? <laughs> what are Nikes? Oh, I bought it with Bitcoin. What, what the fuck is Bitcoin? That's a cryptocurrency. <laughs> Could you imagine just t- talking to somebody in the forties? And Russia invaded Ukraine. He's like, "What are those? What is Ukraine? <laughs> what is Russia? We know Soviet Union." Oh, that's right. Yes. Um. So yeah, they need to activate the photon accelerator annihilation beam, but the button is too small. They can't reach it. But Chester, his animal planet again. Yes, he remembers his monkey brain. <laughs> Literally, he, literally, yeah. Yeah, he remembers that chimps oftentimes use sticks as tools. So he uses the silly straw from the locker, pushes the button, oh. activates the photon accelerator annihilation beam, and destroys the alien monster. Also, Nelson ends up with Christy Boner. Yeah, that's who that she wants to. Be with a the kind, hottest girl sensitive, yeah. With the with the stoner meditation, who just got like the hell beat out of him. He did, and the space nerds get to go to space with the Nordic dudes, and then the Nordic guys wipe all their memories. They can't remember what goes on. Yeah, so the movie starts over again. Yeah, they wake up the next. Everything's the same as before. Except- Gene even pees in the plant. And they go out there and they say, dude, where's your car? Where's my car? It was behind a mail truck. The whole the of post course. office, Devin. Mm. You were the cause office. of this whole movie. Don't. <laughs> What? The post, the post office. You were the cause of this whole fucking movie. Like, you're welcome. You love this movie. Are you kidding me? That's true. And uh, they go to the twins' place and they give them their gifts. Dollar store necklaces that they say, were, I heart you. I thought they were diamonds. They were not diamonds. No, it, it there was like, like red. Yeah. It, it says, I heart cheap. you on it. But they also get some cool other necklaces. Well, the, the twins first give them their special gifts. Oh, that's right berets with their names sewn on them yeah not sex and then yeah they also give one more gifts from the nordic dudes to them it's more necklaces and they put them on they're like oh my god these are so beautiful which i didn't think were the most beautiful necklaces they were kind of they look they're like, bulky uh-huh. they look like fucking collars they did yeah but when they put them and on like the collar from cat from outer space Ooh. they have magic powers it yes. lights up and instantly triples their breast sizes which jesse and chester love they're psyched and also apparently the girls don't mind yeah they're just like oh wow wow and so i have to buy two hundred dollars in bras now (laughs) true their bras should have broken and you know they're all happy they leave they're hungry they're gonna get chinese food and you get tattoo gags again and that is the end of dude where's my car wow Devin, fucking inspirational Wow. God damn, Devin. So it's quote time. Quote. Uh, uh. <laughs>
Dude, you got a tattoo. <laughs> so did you, dude? No. Oh. Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude! What does mine say? Sweet! And Caesar is up now. Come on, good Caesar. <laughs> Caesar, get the fuck up there. You couldn't even hear it anyway, but good good to know, guys. Caesar is on the bed, and we are good to go. He's and up. he's going to pee on it now. God damn it. He probably is. His leaky bladder. Um, it's quote time. Devin, how many do you have? Lucas, how many do you have? One, two, three. I think I have like six, only about. I thought it would be more quotable than it was. Oh, I have 11. Mm-hmm. I have six. Okay. I have six. So we can do you one, do... one, two. How about? Wow. I was going to say do three, three, six, and then we'll finish up. No, ours. this is more variety. Okay, let's do variety. One, one, two. All right. Is it possible we got so wasted we bought a lifetime of uh, supply of pudding and totally forgot about it? That's it. And they didn't, the... as it turned out. I refuse to elaborate. Yeah. That is it. Lucas? Um, I won for Mr. Pizza Coley who says a dolphin could deliver Damn pizza it. better than Damn you it. guys. And then the, and then Ashley Kutcher says, but then the pizza would be wet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great one. Um, okay. So Jesse goes, Hey, have you seen my car? And Christy Boner, she goes, well, I saw it last night. I mean, I saw the back seat and Jesse goes, no, I'm talking about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to do the obvious cause it's, it's already there. Uh, dude, where's my car? Damn, Damn it. Where's your car, dude? Okay, well, now I have three left. Ted, do one. (laughs) Uh, One is, and then... Yeah, it had to be said. I'm going to finish that because it is one of mine, and it goes... after She does it so many times. I'm going to come in there, and I'm going to put my foot in your ass if you say, and then, again! (laughs) And then, and then, and then, and then, and then. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have one immediately after that scene where Chester goes, "Dude, you didn't have to go all aggro on that speaker box." And then just and then Jesse goes, <laughs> "This is so poor taste." Yeah, well, he said, "Well, you didn't call the Dalai Lama a fag." <laughs> God, it's so bad. I've my next two. I've got um, one of the Nordic guys when she turns into the giant monster. He goes. We will now use the power of the Continuum Transfunctioner to banish you to Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And then I've got one from Jesse and Chester going back. And Jesse goes, who's Johnny Potsmoker? And he goes, oh, that's my alter ego. And Jesse's like, wait, I thought Johnny Potsmoker was my alter ego. And Jesse goes, no, <laughs> yours is Smokey McPot. <laughs> of course. Smokey McPot. Devin? Uh, mine is when the twins kick the boys out for uh getting trash uh-huh. all over um you could say trashing the place trashing the place mm-hmm. one of them turns around and says i got three words for you anger management <laughs> i almost put that down that's good i'm one. glad i didn't because you have it yes lucas i've got one from jesse um he says nobody is gonna hit as hard as life but it ain't how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward it's how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. I loved that scene. Yeah. After they after they were fought Tommy. Exactly. 
No, that was Rock. That was Rocky. <laughs> Rocky Balboa said that. Yeah. I was um, like, what the fuck are you looking up? <laughs> no, I have one from Tanya who says you picked the wrong transsexual stripper to mess with. <laughs> um. Okay. My next two. I've got Chester goes a barn, and Jesse goes, "Is it red?" God, no. Fuck. Then it's not a barn. Fuck, Devin. <laughs> yeah, all of mine. Um. I have one from the message, the voice messaging machine. The the message machine. What are what are the those called? Answering machine. Answering machine, <laughs> and it goes their voicemail is just. Jesse and Chester are shibby at the moment. Please leave your shibby at the beep. And together they go, shibby. <laughs> I hate it. Is that a thing from the early 2000s? Or they shibby? Make, I think they made I it think, up. Yeah, I think they tried to make it a thing. Devin? That, I did literally all oh, my that was your, I, I think I read two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had six. I think you only I, took yeah. three of them. Look again. Look again. I think you have one more. No, the dolphin. The dude oh, the dolphin one was one of yours. Yeah, ah. the three. The and then yeah. Damn. Yeah. A lot of the it is a quotable film, but a lot of them are all the same quotes. Yeah. Lucas, I've got one from Zoltan. He says, "We're gonna fly to outer space to hang out with cool aliens who like us." <laughs> um, I got that one. Got that one. That one. That one. Uh, my next two are um, Jesse goes, dude, it's a llama. Yeah, well, and it was an ostrich. It was an ostrich. He does not know what an ostrich is. And then I have another one. I don't know where the fuck this came from. I think it was maybe in the strip club boat. Somebody goes, look at the tuggles on that kid. I don't remember that. Meow. <laughs> I think you just made that up. No, I didn't. I've got one from the twins at the big finale confrontation when she, they tell the hot girls, stay away from our boyfriends, you fake-breasted sluts. Je- a classic line from Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. And my last one here is... I have one more, too. Go ahead. Dude, you got a tattoo. So did you, dude. Dude, what does my say, tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? A real who's on first. Yeah, exactly. 21st century. Mm, 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 mm. Who's on Quite. first. Quite. Yes. <laughs> we, were, we were thinking the same yeah. way. The la- oh. last one I have is a tandem kid and his dad when the 50-foot woman... Oh, yeah. yeah. And walked over, and the little kid saw her camel toe. Yeah, yeah. he goes, Dad, I want to ride that ride. And Dad goes, me too, son. (laughs) Me too. So they're going to tag team the 50-foot woman. All right, that's quotes. It's rating time. Um, Tomato meter, what are we thinking? Uh, Critics. Tomato meter, I'm thinking this is going to be a 54%. Okay. I'm going to say the 37 from critics. 17. Yeah, I could have gone lower. Yeah, but what about audience? Uh, 62. 54. 47. Mm. A big, ju- it is like a, a cult classic, so it is way higher than yeah, the audience I thought, score. I thought that would be. The cult would push it even a little higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, IMDb meta score. I did 100. Uh, had a 100. Uh, this is for critics. 44. This is the critics? Yes. Oh. 20, 18. 26. 30. Mm. <sighs> And audience score out of 10. 54. 5.4. 5.3. 5.5, guys! Oh no! Shit! <laughs> you were so close! Every time! When you said 5.4, I thought you were going to say 5.5 to one-up him. And I'm... <gasps> 5.3. Uh, fuck me. In the, in the... So what are you guys giving it? Uh, out of 1 to 10 John Lozani, I'm exactly. give this a 3.8. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give this a 4.7. Okay. I'm going to give it a 5.8. I might have a little soft spot because I watched it a lot growing up. But as I watched it older, it's really not 
objectively, this movie's shit. Yeah. It's some of the dumbest characters you've ever seen. It's not good writing or filmmaking or anything. It's just... It, it's something to numb it's, out to. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It is a fine film. Um, are you ready for some reviews? I sure am, if you can get them done real quick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Your tattoo appointment... The place is five minutes away. Yeah, but... That gives me 20 minutes. All right. Quick critic reviews. We've got BB film... BB. BB. BBC Films. Ooh. British Broadcasting Channel. Yes. Or Big Black Cock. That's the one. Big Black Cock Films says, A lame-brained travesty and intensely irritating. Kutcher and Scott's routines are painfully amusing. Unamusing. One star. Mm-hmm. I thought they actually had pretty great chemistry, all things considered. I did, too. too. Yeah. They, I think they played really good stoner best friends. Yeah. Um, USA Today says, Any civilization that can produce a movie this stupid probably deserves to be hit by famine and pestilence. <laughs> Jesus. Pretty harsh, but that is USA Toddy. Yeah, USA Toddy, actually. Yeah, okay. Um, the Chicago Tribune said, At the end of 83 unmerciful minutes, audiences will be exclaiming, Dude, I can't believe I sat through that movie. Your screen went white. My screen went white. It always goes white. Um, the next one... The Chicago Tribune, I believe, is where Roger Ebert works, too. Chicago Sun-Times. No! Yeah. Was so that, that from Spotlight? No. Zodiac? That... No. Spotlight is the Boston Globe. And oh. Zodiac is San Francisco Chronicle. Chronicle. I see. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your news. You just know sports. Sports. Sporty big sports ball. What do you think about the upcoming NBA playoffs? Well, you, it's just starting because March and we have a month. So if I had to choose who was going to win, I'd say it's probably the French. <laughs> the French. You, the hear? Fr- you, you heard it here first. <laughs> the French are winning the NBA finals in a month. <laughs> Not in June, but... Um, my next one is by New York Daily News. It says, a surprisingly sweet-natured pairing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's what we said. And New York Post, Crosstown Rivals, says... The lamos An almost chuckle-free mess, so amateurish and lame that the cast uh, often has that embarrassed look you see on dogs given ridiculous haircuts. <laughs> they used lame. That's a funny review. In their, their review. They used mm-hmm. the word lame. Mm-hmm. Ableist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. How could they? We should go break that reviewer's legs. The New York Post. Yeah, see what he feels like about feels about being lame. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you for user reviews, we don't have the little songbird mm. today. <laughs> Devin is in a furious rage right now. He's tipping over everything he can find. No, he's just replacing it all. Because he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, shit. He didn't just turn off the goddamn light. Alright, my first one, though, is by Snoopy Style. Snoop Doggy Dog in the motherfucking house. Win <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pimps in the cream, huh? Got Snoopy Style, at least, though? Yeah. Oh, he okay. says, Dumb and Dumber meets the hangover. Sure, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Actually, it's so very, very stupid. That's the point. What makes this work is the two leads. Kutcher and Scott are both likable actors, and they make a fun couple of friends. Although the script seems to be written by people who's had too much weed. It's still fun for sober sober folks. Although it'd help to have just a little. This from Danny Leisner. 
uh, or liner, sorry, who would bring us a, another stoner classic, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Six out of ten. Uh, an expect- and that was written on November 16th, 2013. An expected review from known stoners. Snoop Dogg, yeah. Snoop Dogg, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, s- under- s- smells Like Cheese, another returner, on August... Oh, I love this guy. August 31st, 2007, says, Now, dude... Now, dude, where's my car became kind of a pop culture known fact. I have seen parodies on this movie, and of course, no one will ever forget this title. But seeing how Kutcher and Scott had the lead roles, this was never a promising film. Mm. But still, I think I wanted to check it out for myself. You know how you hear nothing but bad reviews on a film, but you, you just have to see it for yourself how bad it really is? Well, that's what happened when I rented Dude, Where's My Car? But of course, you know the saying, curiosity killed the cat? Well, curiosity killed my fucking brain cells for a few moments. <laughs> this is just such a ridiculous movie on so many levels where the acting is horrible and the story is just too silly. Two out of ten. I mm. like that curiosity killed my fucking brain cells. <laughs> That's all I liked about it, though. Everything else. Smells I- like... Every, anytime smells like cheese rate, something that's bad. As yeah. we found out. That's his, that's his shtick. That's his niche. Nietzsche. That is his Nietzsche. Another returner, I think only a second timer, Lee Eisenberg on November 25th, 2005 says, like any Bill and Ted movie, Dude, Where's My Car is only targeted at a certain audience. In this case, all the world slackers. The plot, or whatever it is, of course, has goofball stoners searching for their car and having the most unusual adventure in this process. The point is that you shouldn't try to take this movie seriously. Just accept it as nice, stupid fun, and you're sure to have a good time. Not a movie that you'll ever forget. If I remember right, Michael Moore even suggested that we should show it to Kim Jong-il in order to make peace between the two Koreas. <laughs> Five out of ten. Kim Jong-il huh. was puffing that loud. <laughs> was he really? No, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> um, P-O-L. Puffing and, on loud. And Lee Eisenberg is a writer for The Office. We found that out before. We found yes. that out. Another returnee. Um, and next one, a returner. Bevo one three six seven eight. Bevo, not, Bevo. Not, as com- not as recognizable a name as the little songbird. No. Bevo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect bar- barbershop trio. Reach, reach out, Bevo. Um. On March 28, 2020, says, Every now and then, a masterpiece like this comes along to restore your faith in the cinematic art. Truly a breath of fresh air from the derivative, brainless Hollywood trash we have become accustomed to. This was, wasn't brainless? <laughs> this movie contains spot-on acting, sophisticated humor, spelled with O-U-R. Mm. Um, the sweet duo dude tattoo gag had me in stitches and pinpoint direction. I advise you not to eat popcorn anytime out of this middle of this movie. I did and I pretty much choked. That plus a compelling storyline, the likes we haven't seen since Weekend at Bernie's will make this film go down He's in history as watch. one of the classics. Bravo. 10 out of 10. Damn, I was really hoping for like a 4 out of 10 at the end of that. I think he makes some good points in that it is a very unique and a lot different than pretty much every other movie that's out there, or even other movies. It genres. is not derivative, but he said it isn't brainless, and yeah. I think it is pretty brainless. Yeah. But it's non-formulaic. Yes, yeah. it's unobvious. Yes, it's subtle. Um, my next one is by Quinoa, 1984. Quinoa! <laughs> Quinoa! This is just a thing now. On December 18th, 2000, said, This film to me is like Dumb and Dumber with a teen mix. 
It is complete dumb, silly fun. And like most dumb, silly fun, I found it dumb, silly fun. This film (laughs) could have turned really dumb, though, and not turned funny. But it is. The story, as smart as a cork, has two teenagers who need to find one kid's car. They... I think they were in their 20s. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they were teenagers. They lived on their own. Although they didn't have sex with their girlfriends. But it has two teenagers who need to find the one kid's car, Ashton Kutcher as the one and Sean William Scott as the other, with the girlfriends and alien existence in the balance. A funny comedy, one of the best ones of the year, even if there are a few flaws. Favorite scene? A guy is working at a blind kid's camp where he repeatedly gets hit in the genitals. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of ten. Yeah, that was one of the better scenes. I don't know. I don't like Quinoa 1984's reviews. <laughs> dumb, silly fun. <laughs> they said that so many, just like any dumb, silly fun. I had dumb, silly fun. Um, only two more. This one is by Vertigo14 on Vertigo. Vertigo. <laughs> I like the low tone. What can I say? Um, on March 22nd, 2004, said, dude, where's my Novocaine? This is the story about two guys who have failed to evolve from being drooling chimps. Just how awful was this movie? So awful that the ending line was, Our boyfriends are so sucky. I'm just glad I found five, I found five bucks in the cup holder in my theater seat to make up for the mistake of paying to see this horrible, 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 plus 50 more horribles movie. Mm. I would rather take a big poo than see this movie. Wait. Don't see this movie. I don't One out of ten. I understand unless you read oh, all Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horrible, 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 that's a tough word. It's a horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. You're the one on the time crutch and you make me say that 55 <laughs> times. But yeah, one out of 10 from this person. They would rather take a big poo than watch it. Honestly, big poos are fucking nice. They are. They are. Like, I would probably take a big poo over a lot of things. I love a good poo. Uh, like a good relaxing poop. I do like that they mentioned that they haven't even evolved from drooling chimps when they mentioned chimps and like na- Animal Planet. Exactly. Lot of that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. And my last one is by Mel underscore far on December. Mel four- underscore far. <laughs> Mel underscore far. That one was not a lot, not as harmonious. <laughs> I think I, it was because of you. I don't know why though. <laughs> I think it was the 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 content. Yeah, it was December fourth, two thousand two says the title of this movie is the greatest title of all film. Civilization, dozens of thousands of years old, has converged upon this point, this precipice, if you will, to produce Dude Where's My Car. Some will say this is a second-rate Cheech and Chong flick. I will point out that none of them were titled Dude Where's My Car, and I can understand why people might think this movie is terrible. It is extremely stupid. But this movie does not aim for intelligence, so why should it be judged in that fashion? Rather, this movie hits all the bases it needs to do. Drug references, pop culture references, women reduced to body parts, and made men made fun of for doing it. In fact, nary a movie has come out that has been a better parody of the male gaze. All neoplatonists should see this movie before scoffing at the works of Derrida and Foucault. 
At least Nietzsche could burrow his head, his own bread for a while. What a wonderful movie. Shibbies! 10 out of 10. <laughs> if you stare long enough into the void, it will stare back. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. He t- talked big words about Neoplatonists, and mm-hmm. I do think this is a pretty accurate, stereotypical um, portrayal of the men's gaze, though. Yeah, voyeurism. In a nutshell, Nietzsche was Hitler's favorite philosopher. That doesn't surprise me. I think Hitler was Hitler's favorite philosopher. <laughs> um, and so that's the end. Are we recommending this film? Lucas. Kistler. Mm. Mm. I don't think I would recommend this movie. Okay. I, th- I think if it's on, you can watch it. I don't think... Like if it's on Comedy Central and you're hanging out on the couch. Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out with my family. Having ourselves a party. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah, you're not leaning one way or the other. It's just it's not recommendable. Yeah, Devin. No, I I would say like I said, if it's like if you can't change the channel, it, like you lost the remote, sure. But otherwise, if you're just, a paraplegic and can't move to the TV, yeah, um, I just say there's better things to watch. And I would take a big poop over this. Big poops are nice. Big poops are nice. I think I'm gonna recommend it. I like it. I I like it. It's dumb, mindless humor. I it did make me laugh from time to time, and you can just spaz out. So that's does it. it make you laugh more than the hot dog Snapchat filter? I don't know about that. That's pretty close. And with that, that is the end of Dude Where's My Car. Next week we've got a guest coming on. And- <gasps> Maybe. I know, maybe, and I know we said we were doing potentially point break this week, but we're doing it next week, hopefully oh my now. God. Yeah, I know, right, Devin? If Calm you down. didn't know, we didn't do point break. <laughs> this episode was not point break. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do that hopefully. What's after point break? Um, Deep Blue Sea, and then Little Nikki with potentially a guest. So, with that, we're going to see you next week, and we hope you have a shibby day. A shibby. 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 Good douche. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.